Lisa and I welcome Sierra Sill to our podcast. Got a grumpy old man in your life? Change that. Okay, not that way. <laughs> Sierra Sill Natural Mineral Joint Pain Relief with a money back guarantee at Shoppers, London Drugs, and the best health food stores. Head over to sierrasill.com, S I E R R A S I L.com. Use your code GF and get 10% off your purchase. Hello, and welcome to episode 38 of Gracefully and Frankly. I'm Lisa Brandt. I'm Aaron Davis. You say libido, and I say libido. I actually don't. Settle down, Ethel Merman. We're going to be talking about sex drives in autumn. Believe it or not, it's not all about playoffs and the hockey season starting. We have both seen the movie Barbie now. We'll share our thoughts about that. I don't know that it's the be-all and end-all, but uh, did you want to yell, that wasn't Oppenheimer at the end of the movie, or did you hold on? <laughs> no, I didn't. Lisa thought she'd try a little bit of this thing the kids call marijuana, and it kind of went sideways. Well, it actually really did go sideways, and uh, let us be, once again, a cautionary tale for you. Right. And if you find yourself wanting to wear a mask, as is your right and your privilege, and COVID is, you know, not gone away and making a comeback, Aaron has the best comeback ever if somebody <laughs> gives you any grief about it. And what are people still doing that for anyway? I have no idea. Because they don't have a life. Mm. We just want to keep ours. That's the only thing. Right. What you put on your face is up to you. What you do in your bedroom, also up to you. But Lisa and I have a suggestion, and we want to thank Envy Pillow for being such great sponsors here because it is the first anti-wrinkle pillow with a Class 1 medical device designation for neck support. It works all night long at preventing and reducing sleep wrinkles with its patented off-your-face design and supports your neck and spine. That's why I originally got into the Envy Pillow. It was long before we were partnered in any way, Lisa, because... I had neck issues mm -hmm. because of stress, and they've been highly recommended by plastic surgeons, dermatologists, and spinal specialists. So there you go. Find out more, and we can tell you where. EnvyPillow.com, and make sure you get your 10% off when you make a purchase by using the code GF for Gracefully and Frankly. All righty then. Got a barn burner coming up. Here we go. All right. No actual barns will be burned. Why would I say that? Does anyone burn barns anymore, Lisa? I don't think they do. I certainly hope not. Maybe disgruntled sheep? I'm not sure. Are there gruntled sheep? Not sure about that either. Pigs. Pigs gruntle. <laughs> and you. You gruntle. <laughs> Okay, okay. Before we actually get into episode 38 today, I had this idea in the shower the other day. Mm. And you know how sometimes when it's quiet and you're just in the soft, warm rain and ideas come to you? Sure. Okay. It's a million dollar idea and I'm talking US, not even Canadian dollars. Wow. All right. right. We invent some little swim goggles, you know, like we wear in the pool or professional swimmers or competitive swimmers wear and that sort of thing. Except, okay, they're prescription. So you can wear them in the shower and see where you missed hairs when you were shaving. <laughs> huh? Okay. Huh? Okay. So this is not only a shower idea. It's a shower idea yes. for the shower. Wow. Right. The other day I went to go out 
with shorts on and I looked down just as I went to lock the door. You know, I'd stepped into the sunshine and went, oh, no, these legs aren't made for seeing. So I had to go back in and put on some pants. Yeah. So. I was talking about bikini line and all I could do is hope that you weren't too. It was just on your legs. Okay. No, no. My shorts are a little longer than that. That's the important thing. I'm not married to Kanye West. Yes. Okay. Huh. So there's my idea. So what do you think? So now you have to get a prototype and uh-huh. you have to get an infomercial and, yeah. you know, you could be the spokesmodel for it yourself. Oh, yeah. That's what we want. Hey, has this ever happened to you? But you know what? We are busy enough between you getting ready to go to Italy mm-hmm. and you and I working together on three episodes that are coming up, 40, 41, and 42, that I'm really reluctant to call best dubs because that often means... Like on TV, it's a clip show. It just means they're phoning it in. They're editing stuff together. Mm -hmm. But this, this is going to be different because we're putting a whole bunch of work into it. And and you can kind of explain how it's going to be different from just kind of a regular phone it in clip show. Yeah, it's kind of like a hybrid of new stuff and best of stuff. So it's not just stuff you've heard before, but it's the bits that we are replaying are the ones that got the most attention, the most uh, response from people. And then we've got new stories in there as well. So it's a little bit of everything, but it gives us a little bit of a break. You know, some people with podcasts just say, okay, we're hanging up the phone for a few weeks and we're going away and we don't want to do that. Yeah, we sure don't. We want to keep this momentum rolling. And it's a great time for you to tell your friends to start listening to Gracefully and Frankly. Because, just you know, why not share the love? All right. Are we sharing love today about the Barbie movie? I know. I know. We are behind the trend because it just, I went to see it in theater with my sisters. So I waited for that communal experience. But you and Derek downloaded it. (laughs) We streamed it on Uh Prime. It was $25, Uh which is crazy because usually it's, you know, movies are $4.99 or whatever. But anyway, I paid for it because for one thing, I'm going to write it off because we're talking about it now. (laughs) And uh, the other thing is I really, really wanted to see it. So it was the first day it was available, the 12th or whatever. Uh And Derek, he looked like a man being waterboarded. Oh, he hated it. Oh, he found nothing redeeming, not a thing. Thing redeeming about it. Nothing. Uh, well, Rob is looking forward yeah. to seeing it. And my sister Leslie's husband went and he wept through the whole thing, which is because wow. he's a really sensitive guy. And he really, really liked the parts just where the mother and daughter were kind of reuniting. America Ferreira's character is yeah. really great in this movie. She's everything. To me, she's the highlight of the movie. I mean, she's not a Barbie, but um, yeah, it just, you know, it kind of left me a little cold too. And I started thinking that I wonder if it's because of all the hype, the Barbenheimer, the, you know, when Oppenheimer came out at the same time, and that you sort of get caught up in that wave. And then it was, nothing can live up to that. That's true. Um, I found myself a little bored, actually, around the 50-minute mark, to tell you the truth. What'd you think? I thought that Ryan Gosling was everything, because he just, he just <laughs> seems like such a self-effacing guy. And then to take on this role and go all yeah. in, kind of like Daniel Radcliffe did in the Weird Al Yankovic movie, if you can find it, because it's on one tiny streaming platform, but it's worth it too. But I loved, loved, loved Ryan Gosling and uh, Simu Liu. He was amazing. And of course, the actress who played stereotypical Barbie. Margot Robbie was perfect. Kate McKinnon as Broken Down Barbie. She was great, too. <laughs> Weirdo Barbie. Or- yeah. 
The story was interesting. It was a pro-feminist message, and there's a monologue that America Ferreira delivers. I really, really, in this theater that only had about 25 people in it, I wanted to stand and cheer. It was fantastic. And really what it was based on is, I think, something you're going to really relate to, as I do, that we all As women in the world, in the business world, we all have to be the perfect mom, the perfect sister, the perfect employee. You can't get angry. You have to look this way. You can't this, that, and all of the restrictions that are put on us. And to me, that made the movie, really. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Everybody is praising Greta Gerwig, the director. And to me, Mm -hmm. I thought two things. One, it was a Mattel commercial. It was kind of like a Mattel response to Barbie being unrealistic. No, she's not. She's a feminist icon. And the other thing was, it was just so paint by numbers. There was nothing subtle about it, you know? And Mm. my conclusion is that I'm not the target market for this movie at all. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they're not looking for somebody who's seen everything from When Harry Met Sally to Toy Stories through everything else as an adult. So I guess that's why it hit me that way. But some younger moms I know who went with their daughters and stuff absolutely loved it. They adored it. And I think that's who it was more or less made for. So I don't blame the movie for not hitting me right. I just think, okay, I'm not the person they were aiming at. And so that's okay. It was pretty and it was colorful and it was really, really well done. Yeah. And that Ryan Gosling number, I'm just Ken. Oh, it was fantastic. I loved it. Okay. It was, but I was ready for the movie to be over at that point. Well, it's like, I would have liked to have seen that like in the first 20 minutes. I was ready. It's like, okay, I love Ryan Gosling. I love this thing, but just end it already. We're closing in on two hours. Shut up. So that's, that's where I was. And that seems like a good place to take a break and move on. So we will. <laughs> Did you know, Lisa, that autumn affects your sex life? We know that fall begins in just a few days. Did you know that? I had no idea. No, I would have thought spring. Well, you would think so. I mean, Tennyson thought so. He said in the spring, a young man's (laughs) fancy lightly turns to thoughts of baseball. No, love. But what happens in the fall? Well, there's a story I came across and I thought, well, this is really interesting because you can expect your libido to rise while the leaves are falling. Hmm. And the reason is autumn's the season when our levels of testosterone, yes, yours and mine, associated with sex drive are higher than at any other time. And yeah, that's women too. We're not sure if it's related to mating season or the decreased daylight back when there was nothing else to do when it got dark. The human rutting season, is that as it was so well known? Yes. Yes, yes, of course. Okay. Now, this is also the reason why we may get a little more curvaceous in the fall, those higher testosterone levels. Um, And here's the interesting thing. Men think women's bodies appear more attractive in the cooler seasons, according to the journal Perception. Wow. Now, two things come to mind. Number one, is testosterone a euphemism for pumpkin spice? And (laughs) number two, why would men think women are more, I mean, they've just finished seeing bikinis and, uh, you know, thongs and all that kind of stuff. Why would women be more attractive in the fall, I wonder? 
Ah, you see, you answered this question, and you will, in, I think, episode 42 of our upcoming compilation shows, when we talk about you working in a nudist camp and the fact that the most arousal that you saw between couples was when there was a dance and they were clothed. Good point. Good point. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Huh. So it's like, what's under that sweater type of thing? A little bit of mystery. Yeah, huh. Basically. Huh. And you weren't wrong with the pumpkin spice. You were, I know you were kidding, but according to a guy who's the founder and neurological director of the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation, there was a physical reaction to an odor mixture of pumpkin pie and donut. (laughs) It led to a 20% increase of blood flow. Pumpkin pie and lavender boosted by 40%. So there you go. You're not so far off. Are we going to make new cologne here or what's the deal? I'm. What are you wearing? I'm wearing pumpkin spice and donut. Mm, it's called Homer Simpson. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And a little bit of lavender. And what are you wearing? Oh, definitely lavender salad dressing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But also, especially in November and December, our bodies are in their most fertile season. And oh. that's probably why I'm born in September and you're born in October. Your folks were a little late getting at it, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> I think they had to try a little bit before. I don't want to know. Wait a minute. Let me just. I, no. No, I don't want to go there. Not what he said. <laughs> yeah. Let's take our minds back to a couple of weeks ago, Lisa, when I was recording in a trailer and you were tired. We were both tired, but the story can now be told why you were tired and what you had gone through the night before. And sometimes it takes time to process things that have happened and gone, uh, is it okay to tell this story? Yeah. So first, tell me the steps that went into you being able to share your process in looking at what happened and saying, okay, this is going to be something I talked about. Because I mean, I talked about the breast implants last week, and I thought I'd never do that. But anyway, your story. I had to get past the fear because I was quite traumatized in a nutshell, and then in a outside the nutshell, I took some marijuana in an edible in an attempt to sleep. And I got so incredibly stoned. And this isn't something that I do or ever really liked or ever did regularly. I was absolutely terrified because I kind of forgot that I'd taken this half chocolate. I'd taken a quarter a week before and fell asleep, but woke up pretty quickly. I thought, well, if a quarter was okay, half must be better, right? Mm. And I don't know. I mean, my thinking was afterwards that maybe they didn't distribute it all in the chocolate properly or whatever, because I seemed to get like 20 times what I got by just doubling the dose. But I was completely terrified. I didn't even remember eating it when the symptoms started. So, yeah, I had to get over being so scared and just making sure it was out of my system. I think it took a day or two. I felt weird for a couple of days. I don't know what your experience is with marijuana, but it was absolutely not enjoyable. And I found out since from a cousin of mine who has worked at a cannabis store that it's called greening. When you have too much and you're just sort of obliterated by it, that's what it's called. You were alone when this happened too, right? My husband was in Indianapolis at some racing. He goes every Labor Day weekend with a bunch of buddies and he had just fallen asleep 
they'd had a really long day out in the sunshine and I called them and I don't know, are you familiar with what it feels like to be super, super stoned? I can honestly say no. Okay. So imagine that your body has shrunk to the size of, I don't know, your smartphone, but you're still trying to operate your regular size body. So when you go to move your arm, you've only got this little tiny speck of a thing to move that giant arm. Perception of time is totally off. This was more of what they call a body stone than a headstone. So my legs didn't want to work. I'd stand up and they were wobbly and I was Ooh. afraid I would fall. And you know, I fall at the best of times. So yeah, yeah I called Mook, my husband up and uh, and then I'd forget he was on the phone and he'd be like, hello, are you okay? And I was completely freaked out. At first, I thought I might be having a stroke. So I put my arms up and, uh, you know, did whatever else you have to do to make sure, okay, I'm not having a stroke. And then I thought, okay, my heart's racing a little bit, but I don't feel any pressure or anything. I'm not having a heart attack. And then I went, oh, I took that pot. Could this be that? Talked to Derek, texted my brother. It took everything I had not to run next door and bang on the door to um, my neighbors and friends just so I wasn't alone. But I didn't do it because it was oh. quite, it was quite late. I really I was completely freaked out just trying to talk myself down and yeah, it was not a good experience at all. And even when I finally thought, okay, maybe now I can sleep, uh, I crawled into bed again, moving this giant body with this little tiny. Lisa inside and my legs wouldn't stop jumping. And it was just like, oh man, this is not what you want when you're trying to sleep. So now CBD is something I've tried before, but there are so many varieties and versions and CBD has the THC, the active ingredient removed. Well, this did not, obviously it's marijuana. And I knew that when I took it. Right. But I just, it never occurred to me that it would get this bad, this fast, just by doubling what I took. So yeah, <laughs> I was just happy to have survived. It's really important that you do delineate those two things because there might be some people who are half listening right now and going, oh, well, here I was going to try a CBD gummy in order to alleviate my pain or to help me to sleep tonight. Right. But this is not that. No. This is the, the good old THC. Yeah. And it has all of the woo-woo right. effects to it. So, yeah, that wasn't that. No. You just wanted to have a little adventure or or really just wanted to go to sleep. I really just wanted to go to sleep. But here's the thing. My pal, who shall remain nameless, who gave it to me, uh, we had a long talk about it. Now, marijuana now is nothing like what marijuana was when we were young. It's so much stronger. Ah. There are so many more strains. It's just a different beast altogether. And he was extremely cautious. So he takes it to sleep because he smokes it, too. Mm. So he's got a tolerance. Right. Right. Yes. That's the one thing we didn't figure in. I mean, we did talk about having a tolerance or not, and that's why he wanted me to start really small. But my brain went, oh, well, if all I need to do is double it. Yeah. I should have just gone up in increments and not just completely doubled what I took. Um, it was just, a, it was really a dumb, <laughs> a dumb mm -hmm. move on my part um, and a big learning experience. But yeah, it's just not the same thing. So if somebody is taking CBD, that is like benign, no drug in it, everything but the ingredient that makes you high is in CBD. And that's the the more healthful way to go. And that's what I'm going to go back to trying again, because as it turns out, I have a cousin of a cousin 
who has a cannabis store. She sells marijuana and she sells CBD and she knows everything. And that's been the problem. I haven't been able to find somebody who can really help me and know what I'm about and know what I've gone through. And so she's going to give me a hand. Well, that's good because I think that a couple of years ago when BC was changing what was going to be and not allowed to be in stores, Rob and I decided, okay, we're going to go get some capsules with THC in them because we don't smoke, we don't drink. Let's see if this is any fun. And I kind of get the impression as helpful as the guy behind the counter was. And there are so many stores and there are so many people who don't know anything, but there are a lot of people who do know stuff. But when you see somebody, in my case then in my 50s, and Rob with his white hair, coming in and asking for these, I wonder sometimes if the Gen Zers or Zers in there think, oh, this is going to be fun, like setting off fireworks in an old folks home. Let's see what happens. <laughs> this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You just don't know, right? So this woman, uh, and I remember her from childhood. I know I can trust her. She's not that much younger than me. Anyway, I'm looking forward to hearing about it. But I think you're probably right if you know nothing. It's like when you walk into a Best Buy or one of those stores yeah. and you don't know about the technology you need to buy. You feel like, oh, my goodness, they're going to sell me a microwave or something. You know, you just mm -hmm. you just don't know. Right. Mm, yep, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, because it is a good reminder. And I think that a lot of us who maybe did pot way back in the day or anything like that, just a little bit or recreationally or whatever, are not aware of the changed potency. And that's why it's important, in my opinion, to have the government control so you know what you're getting and how much. Yeah. Well, this was legally grown by this guy, right? And yep. for his own personal use. So yeah. So what I didn't do was go through a government agency. I want to tell you something funny, though. I have a friend who was in the army for years. He's retired now. And he gets marijuana for his anxiety and different things like that. Mm -hmm. And it's covered by the government. Mm -hmm. He cannot get CBD covered. It has to be marijuana. Oh, come on. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I don't know why. No, I just took a second. I can't figure it out either. But hey, government. <laughs> <laughs> right. As you're packing things up for your trip, which begins in, well, just a short, short time, Lisa, have you thought about whether you're going to wear a mask on the flight? Yeah, I don't think I am. I mean, I'll have one with me so I can change my mind at any time, but I don't think so. I know there are a lot of COVID cases right now in Italy, but honestly, I'm not that concerned about it. I don't think I'm being blasé. I've had COVID. I'm boosted up the wazoo. Yeah, but it is back. And I will be my own voice of caution. I wore a mask on the flight from Kelowna back to Victoria, smaller plane. And, you know, I could suck it up for an hour. You're in for a much, much longer commute. And I totally get that. But for people who choose to wear masks yeah. And are getting either the side eye or some people actually get comments like, what are you wearing the mask for? I read the most brilliant response for that. Oh, good. And it comes from at Shelby Ann M 101 on Twitter or X or whatever we're going to call it. As someone brilliant put it, I still say roll up the windows. I don't think I'm going to be calling Twitter X anytime soon. <laughs> anyway, this woman, she tweets or X'd or whatever. 
was confronted again about wearing a mask in the bank. Old guy, why are you wearing a mask? Me. So stupid people can't find me, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. It's nobody's business. If you want to wear a mask, don't want to wear a mask. I mean, come on. Haven't we gotten past this yet? Absolutely not. It's become even a bigger lightning rod because the information and misinformation out there, you know, our radio guru, Valerie Geller, tweeted a few weeks ago, we are drowning in information and starved for wisdom. And it's so true. It is true. And, you know, my uh, personal hero, Neil deGrasse Tyson, one of my personal heroes, said he was talking about misinformation. And he said, if you have 100 doctors and 97 doctors say one thing, why in the world would you listen to the three that say something else? And I mean, it's just so clear, right? I don't understand. Live and let live. If somebody wants to wear a mask or whatever it is they want to wear, you know, let them go. Except it kind of bugs me when somebody's got a balaclava on indoors. But, you know, other than that, I just assume they're going to rob the place. But yeah. Truly. Mm Mm-hmm. So you probably won't be wearing a mask on the plane, but will you be taping your mouth? Believe it or not, that's not an insult to my chatty friend. I talk more. But this is something you're doing. Oh, Lisa, how do you even have a sex life? But anyway, go ahead. Well, it's a thing for sleep apnea. I mean, I still have the CPAP that I'm still trying to come to terms with. Thank you, everybody, for all the wonderful suggestions. But the snoring thing, I'm not taking the CPAP machine to Italy. So I, I looked into mouth taping and it's just this little adhesive X and you put it over your mouth and it keeps you quiet. Although... One night, I did snore very loudly through my nose. So uh, it's not a perfect science. Oh. But uh, yeah, I know. I, it's just a thing. I'm a case. But I'm going to give it a try. Oh. I'll take it with me. And that'll be my best option instead of carrying the whole contraption with me. My goodness. Yeah, they really do expect people to travel with their CPAPs because they mention it specifically for carry-on, right, when you're checking through security. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm sending my thoughts and prayers to you, Lisa. I know we've got another episode before you jet off to Italia, and we'll be back with you next week, our first show of autumn. 2023. And we look forward to being here with you. You know, I have to say on behalf of other people like me who are allergic to wool, as much as I love autumn, it's not that easy to get cozy. Everybody talks about wrapping yourself up and getting cozy. Well, when you're allergic to wool, it's not that simple, people. It's pretty picky. Oh my God, I'm starting a GoFundMe for you for everything. (laughs) No, I'm just transparent about it. Everybody's got their crap. I just talk about it all. Hopefully not whine, just talk. And exactly, we're not whining. We're winning, and we're glad that you're here with us every week. We'll be back with you next week. Thank you, Envy Pillow, from me and the woman who uh, has tape on her mouth, still manages to get stoned, and will not be under a wool blanket on that plane. Lisa, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Okay, well, bye-bye. <laughs>